Well, for the second weekend in a row, the church offers to us two options for the gospel, a long form and a short form. Last weekend, of course, I didn't have the 6.30 p.m. Mass, but I didn't know Father Vetter used the long form, he told me, which is the parable of the prodigal son. And so it seems wise when the prodigal son is offered to choose that, no matter how long the gospel is. Now this evening, we're given another option, short form and long form. And just a side note, the church usually does this short form, long form option for one of two reasons. Either one, to make sure the reading doesn't get too long, because you don't want mass to go anything over 60 minutes, right? I don't know what happens at that point, but something must happen. Um, and option two, it gives the priest a chance that if there's anything kind of hard to explain, or hard to understand, or hard to preach on, it gives the priest an out, right? And so those are the two reasons I think the church offers us long form and short form. If anyone has another reason, let me know. But I think that's what the church is after. Now, I mention all that this evening because we did choose the harder reading, the harder gospel, that offers very puzzling descriptions, very puzzling phrases, in case you missed it, Jesus says, make friends for yourself with dishonest wealth. Like, what does that mean? Make friends with yourself with dishonest wealth. Or even more puzzling, Jesus holding up this steward who was a dishonest steward for having acted prudently. Jesus says, look to him for his prudence. Again, highly puzzling, very confusing. So what are we to make of all this? I think there's a variety of ways of interpreting this gospel. I'm going to do best to offer what's helpful for me. Um, a lot of approaches are taken in terms of stewardship, right? One who is trustworthy with small things is trustworthy with larger things, that type of thing. But I think there's more here. And so let me do my best to try to highlight what I think is being offered. This master, this owner, discovers that his primary steward, his go-to guy, is swindling him, right? This guy is squandering his property. And the steward finds out that his job is on the line, that the owner now knows that it's all been revealed, I'm done, and I don't want to beg I'm not strong enough to dig, so I got to do something. Okay, I got an idea. So he brings in those who are in debt to his owner. And he asks them, okay, what do you owe my owner? 100 measures of olive oil. All right, here you go. You only owe him 50. Pay me. Good. See you later. Then the next guy comes in. What do you owe my master? What do you owe the owner? Well, 100 cores of wheat. Okay, you only owe them 80. Here, you're good to go. See you later. And by the way, a core of wheat, K-O-R, I had no idea this morning what that meant because I'm not a farmer. One core of wheat equals six bushels. I also don't know what that means. <laughs> okay? Some of you might. So in case you're wondering... 100 cores of wheat means this guy owed 
this other guy 600 bushels of wheat. If that's helpful for you, great. It means nothing to me, okay? The point is, everyone, this guy who's making these deals, slashing prices, giving him the best deal in the house, doesn't have the authority to do so, right? This guy hasn't been given the authority to make these reductions, and yet he is. And so he is acting dishonestly. And then Jesus says, the master commends this dishonest steward for acting prudently. So what's so prudent about what he did? What's so prudent about him being this example that Jesus is holding up? I think it's found in this. This guy knew that his job was on the line. This guy knew that he needed to do something. This guy knew he needed to make some type of change to try and make things right in some sort of way. That's the get takeaway. And what it means is Jesus is not saying, please act dishonestly, please swindle, please squander. No. He's saying, do you see how this guy recognized that something needs to change? Do you see how this guy recognized that this can't continue? That this trajectory you're on right now can't be maintained? And I think as I say that, you and I can start to hear what that means for our own life. That there are times, everyone, where we simply need to admit that we need to make an adjustment. That we might need to make some type of change. That the way things are going right now can't continue. And I don't know what that means for you, but I think that there's all places in our life, especially with the faith, where that's applicable. The word that's been in my mind all weekend in light of this gospel is this word. Urgency. This guy understood the urgency that was needed to make things right because his neck was on the line. And he did. That, I think, is the prudence that Jesus is pointing to. Not his dishonesty. That he recognized the urgency. Now, what does that mean for your life? What does that mean for the life of faith? What does that mean for our spiritual life? What type of adjustment, what type of trajectory might we be on that we know is not sustainable? And how do we adjust whatever needs to be adjusted? Maybe it's making sure that I have a routine when it comes to prayer. A consistent, meaningful time where I spend it with the Lord. And I'm going to make that a priority. Maybe it means coming to Mass very consistently. Maybe it means coming to Mass on a daily basis once a week, if that works for you. Maybe it means signing up for adoration and spending one hour with the Blessed Sacrament every week. Maybe it means going to confession for the first time in a long time. Maybe it means un ending an unhealthy relationship, right? Maybe it means coming to one of our young adults groups. Who knows what it means? A Bible study that we offer. The point is everything. One, the church offers so much to make sure that we're being fed. But we're never force fed. 
we have to make that choice for ourselves. Do I understand what's at stake? Do I have a sense of urgency? And so I think the best thing to discern for us would be this. Do I at least recognize that the Lord is offering me everything? Do I at least recognize that the Lord is offering much more right now than I realize when it comes to a relationship with him? Do I come to recognize the urgency that's needed in living the faith that we can't just sit on our laurels and keep going as we always have done? Urgency is needed. Do you have that? Do I have that? May we be given that spirit so that as St. Paul says, all men may come to salvation and to the knowledge of the truth.